Hello and welcome to the Court Games LCG Podcast, hosted by me, Trevor Cuba, a.k.a. Kikita Onimaru, and here is my Spawn Ignorant co-host, Max Williams, a.k.a. Mackie No Oni, Oni Lord, or Whacked Mackie online, depending on where you find me. Now, Max, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I can't keep this bit going with Spawn because despite, like, I'm just <laughs> that you're a young baby child who doesn't know who a very popular character through most of the mid and late 90s was hurts my feelings and makes me feel old. That being said, I don't actually know that much about Spawn. He's <laughs> <laughs> just one of those, like, cultural relics that was just around a lot that everyone just kind of knew. But I, I know very few people who actually read. And the movie was cute is the most generous thing you can say about it. That's fair. <laughs> Although it's kind of good. Uh, are, you, are you familiar with the actor Michael Jai White? Does that ring a bell? No. All right. I, I don't. No, don't worry. I don't feel so bad. He's kind of obscure, but he is this uh, black martial artist actor who's been. He's been a good character in movies, but he's never got like his real big break. And he uh, he played Spawn in this movie, and like so. I don't know where I'm really going with this other than I, like, like we need more Michael Jai White movies. So I tell to someone who's never even heard of this person. Okay, I believe you one hundred percent. In, in a hand-fisted way to like drag this conversation back to L5R, um, he'd make a really good uh, Yasuke to the Yasuke movie still. Um, for history nerds, uh, there was, I was going to say it's a legend, but no, it's a, it's a real story. Uh, a man who goes by the name of Yasuke, who as the Black Samurai, because he was, I believe, a slave that got aboard a Dutch trade ship and went to Japan. And uh, the shogun of the time, I want to say it was Nobunaga, uh, wanted to see him in court. and wanted to see a human with black skin. They all thought it was fake. And it, it, it was kind of a novelty, but they made this man a samurai. Um, and he's just like kind of a, a legendary figure. They were going, they had already started production on making a movie, but, Chadwick Boseman was attached to it. Unfortunately, he, Chadwick Boseman passed away uh, a couple months ago. So, hey, my boy, Spawn here could use some work. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the mental gymnastics I'm doing here, Max? I just went from Spawn to your little baby to Michael Jai White to L5R to history. <laughs> Back to Spawn. Go <laughs> oh, just... <laughs> full circle. Okay, episode's done, everybody. We've gotten back to the, to the end. Done the full circle. Actually, I'm going to have you hit me with some sort of weird obscure. You can tell me about League of Legends, and I'll just like mute my mic and walk away and see how long you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I can go into the fact that there's some new war bands out for this game called Warhammer Warcry, and I picked it up with a friend, and I'm planning on painting one of them crab colors. Uh, and in their models, they're shooting fire, and I might take that fire and replace it with blood magic. You would. You would. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've said before, it's hard to, you know, we're some pretty nerdy guys. It's hard for me to wrap my head around Warhammer because it seems like there's degrees, right? I, if I'm playing like tactical tabletop stuff, that's one of those games that brings a little too many numbers into it for my taste. Mm-hmm. But I've never really gotten into it. So maybe uh, my fears are unfounded. Yeah, it's a lot more complicated to get into but once you've learned it it's really just like 
Roll dice, look for this number. Roll the dice again, look for this number. Roll the dice one more time, look for this number. Uh, and Warcry is a very simple game. It's a, it's a like smaller scale version of Warhammer. The most tabletop war games I've done was uh, Mage Knight, which eventually became what is now Heroclix with the Marvel and DC superheroes. Um, and that was kind of pitched as a, here's a tabletop war game that is much, much more simple because all the statistics and everything was built on the dial. And as a character take damage, you would rotate it and, or, you know, click it. That's why it's called the hero click. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as a die, their, their numbers would change until you start seeing a bunch of skulls and like, Oh, he's dead now. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm just scared of math because maybe. I'm stupid. I mean, <laughs> A bunch of guys in Warhammer have, like, one hit point, so you deal a damage to, like, a unit, and a guy dies out of it. Uh, that one crazy guy on the internet, Brian David Gilbert, uh, who did the Crazy Halo uh, video yeah. and some other stuff, um, he found out, like, what a hit point is, and apparently it is a, like, World War One or World War Two war game number trying to designate to see how many uh, uh, like 30 inch shells a battleship could take before it sinks so by yeah, that the, reasoning, the military was calculating it so by that re reasoning everything living has one hit point <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> they're not taking an artillery shell from a battleship <laughs> We should probably talk about L5R eventually. <laughs> eh, that's optional, right? <laughs> I mean, kind of, there's not much going on. What is going on? So we've got Clan War. It is still in progress. I still have not paid attention to it. What I have done is I've entered the Discord League. So now I have to play at least seven games sometime this month, which will be like a 200% increase for what I have been doing. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. I am currently in, what is it? The... Asagao, 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 uh, pod. Okay. So, um, I didn't realize they were now dividing. I, we've always divided things into pods. Now, I didn't realize they were named now. So, yep. That's great. Um, let's see who's all with me. See if you recognize any of these names. I like some of these I feel like I've seen before, but I don't know if they're like tied to like a known player and i'm gonna feel really bad when i find out like one of these are like people from our which has happened before <laughs> we're like hey trevor what's going on who are you it's, it's me man. <laughs> <laughs> let's see we get uh k Kuri, uh hollowed sprinks pythagoras Tori mizu moonside me just Dave and Foxhound. Foxhound players a crab. Do you know a Foxhound on the discords? I want to say I've talked to him before. Uh, for well, for one, Foxhound is a magistrate. Huh. <laughs> I, I feel like I uh, should know him I, more. I'm also pretty sure we went to Canada with him in the car, stuffed in. He was the he was the guy who came with us. I think he's a Phoenix player at heart. That makes more sense. Yeah, we went to Toronto. Yes. <laughs> it was it was that guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that guy who like I can picture where he existed, but if you ask me to fill in more details than that, I'd be like, he was a guy who was pretty nice. It's been 
over a year, I think. I don't remember. Time is weird. <laughs> In my defense, I have the memory of a goldfish. So this is a frequent occurrence. Uh, do you remember uh, John, who's been who was coming around to our play group before everything got shut down for the pandemic? Um, I've known John for years, but every time like we will meet in part ways, I instantly forget. Like I remember him, but I forget his face and his name. That's something I <laughs> yeah. do a lot, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, we were kind of like me and you were kind of like semi well known in the L five R circle, and this is happening to be more and more of. Oh hey Trevor, how's it going? Hey you, uh, do you know <laughs> me from Facebook or from the podcast, or is are you like someone who I've went to many tournaments with, who I should know by now? Yep. <laughs> How I live in constant fear. Yep, I completely understand that. Okay, um, let's see. That's all that going on. Um, news. What's in the news? Wait, the news. There's the pack is out. Twisted Loyalties is now out. Uh, we could go over the cards, but you know, it's not really preview season now. There's no real reason. Um, I'm sure everyone has been. It's already loaded onto Jigoku, so you can start playing with them. As a matter of fact, I need to look at some of these cards and try to integrate them into my deck because the Twisted Loyalties is legal for league tournaments right now. Um, so I'm sure you know, sitting there like, oh boy, I, I'm gonna play these cards, but no, yeah, I'm gonna wait to see what Trevor and Max has to say about this. You know, Trevor <laughs> yeah. especially is known for his good deck making decisions, you know. <laughs> yeah, Max is a bit sketch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that guy, he hasn't won anything ever, right? <laughs> what, well, what kind of things have you won, as a matter of fact? Like, you top, you place well all the time, but have you actually like closed any victories out? I have. Uh, my biggest claim is uh, an elemental championship last year. I okay. took down the one in uh, is it Louisville? Did you tell me? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was. It's the one uh, like a few hours south of us. Did I go to you with that one? I think so. I yeah. don't think you were. It was me and Andy who went. Okay, listeners are gonna know who uh, Andy Bluegrass was. Magic. That's that shop. Okay. I think the highest highest yeah. I've done for modern L5R is also an elemental champion. I was feel proud because that's the one I beat you at. Yep. <laughs> I like crushed you right before going into the final cut, you know. Yep. <laughs> I remember that because you were so crestfallen because um you played a card with all confidence and you clearly did not see, I believe it was the covert option i had yeah <laughs> and as soon as i played the the um uh political rival you're like oh dear god <laughs> yep. my dreams are destroyed right now <laughs> my life is in shambles <laughs> how could this happen to me i'll go play magic for a minute <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yep. um Anyway, moving on to the main event, Max, me and you, sometimes we record some voice stuff for the Table is Yours story podcast. Isn't that right? Yes, we do. You much more than I. Me, I get so paranoid about the stuff that I just like procrastinate and just never do it. (laughs) It's fair. But um, uh, something has happened because we... I love story choices. I always thought it was the backbone of old L5R, and it's something I've been harping on that new L5R needs to do much, much more of because I think it brings the community together in fun ways. And when we interviewed Tyler last month, he indicated that there's something big coming up 
down the pipeline. It's here. Yeah. It called an impossible task. And what this is, is it is a interactive choose your own adventure style story. Um, which FFG is collecting the data of, and they are going to like figure out the most chosen options in here and come up with a official final chain of events. Yep. So I'm intrigued by that. And then speaking of which, so the table is yours podcast. We were like, how are we going to record this? (laughs) We don't know how to do. Um, and, this, and to be clear, what we're about to do right now, this is not a replacement by any means, especially as before. I don't know about you, Max. Before I read, I actually got to transcribe everything to a separate document and like make highlights and corrections so it's easier mm-hmm. for me to read and speak at the same time. Uh, we're not doing this here, we're gonna do this dirty. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be up front. I have not gone through an impossible task yet, so. If I have, I've deliberately not even opened up this link at all just so we can go here raw. So this is where I talked to uh, our sister podcast, the Court Games uh, RPG podcast, just to get their blessing. Because this is an instance where story like so we are the card game. They are the RPG. Technically, the story somewhere in between. So it's not completely out of our wheelhouse to discuss this. Uh, and this is the most game stuff we can do. So we're going to play a game. We're going to read this thing. Yeah. And if you made the same decisions we did, you're correct. Everybody else is wrong. So how do you want to do this? Are you, you want to click on it with me and read together? Or? Sure. All right. So I'm on the thing right now. You are now ready to begin. I'm going to click the link. Let's see what happens. An impossible task by Lisa Farrell. Why Samurai and the Foolish One? May uh may walk the same path, Shinsei. See that little stuttering that I just did? The our, yep. our 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 recordings are filled with those stutterings all the freaking time. <laughs> but usually we have our great, you know, table is yours, editor Robert Croy to fix it all in post. But okay. we don't have him today. We can't afford him. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> he's expensive. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's tutorial and begin. I'm gonna go with tutorial just to see, um, you know, what's happening here. Let's see. An impossible task is an interactive short story in which you play as a Ronin undertaking a warrior's pilgrimage, or Musha Shugyo, 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 uh, who is serving with Ikoma Sunari's army. About the story. Words will appear highlighted in blue. These words can be clicked to advance the plot. Often multiple words words will be highlighted within the same passage, providing a menu of different options to be clicked on. Each time you click on it, I'm not going to keep reading this. Let's see. It's all like... Basically, just click on the bold things. Okay. All right. So you're not ready? Begin. All right. Let's see. Uh, here you, what would you start us off? I've just been talking for a while. All right. <clears throat> a messenger wakes you and whispers of the command in your ear. You are to report to the general's tent at once. It is not yet dawn, the sky a deep inky blue with glimmers of gold on the horizon. The paths between the tents are quiet, and a token guard stands vigil outside the general's tent. He does not challenge you, but his eyes are hostile. Some lion dislike having a ronin in their midst at this turbulent time, with all the great clans all jostling for power. 
Do you want to just switch back and forth on paragraphs? How do you want to do it? I was going to go by page. Sure. Uh, I, like, I, like hey. I, I switched into, this is my reading voice now. <laughs> Got to get the reading voice out for reading. If we, get into, if we get into a really long page, we come across choices mid-page, we can discuss it then. To be fair, when I read, my, I'm really more down like yeah. this myself, so yep. I can't really talk. I, this is my Walmart greeting voice, as I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> you enter the... You enter to find General Ikoma Sunari's tent to glow with candles. She is already dressed for battle, poring over a map of the area that lies on the low table beside her. There are no troop markers. She merely studies the terrain around the village. Four Roads Village was large and prosperous under the protection of Commander Okoto Kiyosuke. Now it is in the hands of the Unicorn. So we're a ronin is what I'm getting by this. Yeah, we're a Ronin, but we're specifically, uh, they haven't said what clan we're from, but yeah. the, uh, the Ronin who are on their, um, what's it called, uh, Mushashugo, uh, that is, after your Genpuku, a L5R samurai um, can, like, do a walkabout for you. It's like, you know, you're going to Europe after college, right? Um, and they could just, like, travel the world and do whatever and stuff. So we are probably, like, we're not, like, a Ronin, like, Hey, I've done a bunch of crimes or whatever. Maybe we have done some crimes. I don't know. But um, we are probably loyal to a clan somewhere. I wonder if it's going to like factor in somewhere. Or, like We get to choose what clan we're actually from. It'd be pretty interesting. Can we choose to be from the Shadowlands? No. I'm saying it, FFT. <laughs> Stop suppressing my people. Yeah. Uh, I was like, where, where are you? At? I've completely lost our pace yeah. now. Okay. The general acknowledges you with a nod and invites you to sit on the mat before her. There are no servants present. She wants to speak to you alone. Our attack cannot wait, Sunari says. The unicorn refused to treat with me, and I will not allow them to keep Four Roads Village. We came here to support Commander Kiyosuke against the unicorn, and though the situation is worse than anticipated, my orders stand. We will attack today and take the village back, but you will not be joining us. Before you can respond, she holds up a hand. I have another task for you. When the unicorn took the village, they captured the commander. I've spoken to a survivor from the battle who confirms the Shinjo took him alive. They must hope to gain information, a tactical advantage. I cannot allow that to happen. She pauses, glancing to the map beside her. When she speaks again, her voice is hushed. The words for your ears alone. So here's our first click, and of all that we just read, this is the only option we've had so far. So yep. I guess we make our choice. Oh, I could hear like Croy yelling at us. Oh, there's a bunch of blue things here. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Croy, I could hear Croy already yelling at us. Like we're not hitting our operatives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you're acting slash reading slash performing, your operative is the emphasis you put on a specific word in a sentence that will kind of change the meaning of it. So like, for, here's the first sentence in the story, tell no one of your mission and stuff. Where I put my emphasis changes uh, the importance and kind of like implies there's more to what's going on. So if I say, tell no one of your mission, that means like, oh, there's something going on with, the methods of communication for this whole thing. If I go tell no one of your mission, it's putting emphasis on mission means like this is a great, important task. And there's a lot riding on here. Tell no one of your mission 
It means like this is something dedicated to you. That's the most important aspect of it, you know. So that's my quick acting school as broken down to me from Robert Croy. <laughs> Tell no one of your mission means that you are overly dramatic. <laughs> I might have done that a few times. <laughs> All right, I will read this one. And we've got a lot of blues choices here. So, yeah. all right. Tell no one of your mission. Leave our camp. Conceal yourself in the cops overlooking Four Roads Village and wait for the fighting to begin. Then, find the commander and bring him back alive. This may be an impossible task, but it must be attempted. I will not allow the unicorn to gain sensitive information that the commander may have been privy to. If he can be rescued, Koro Kyosuke may be able to help us turn the tide in this great war go at once okay so our options here are tell no one yourself four roads village sensitive information okoto kyosuke and go at once so what's the most important thing for us right now um i'm a heroic person i feel like clicking on okoto kyosuke might add an element of Here's a character that we need to bring in, and he's an important character to be rescued. What do yep. you think? That seems that seems fair. I'm also yeah. wondering if it'll like if it's something we'll gain more information about them. Mm-hmm. Like if we select Four Roads Village, will we get more information about that? If we select Sensitive Information, will we learn about that? I'm not sure. That- that's what I'm. There's also like the go at once is highlighted, so I think like adding urgency would happen if I click on that one and stuff. I'm leaning toward Okoto Kiyosuke. Do you have anything you want to do? Okoto Kiyosuke seems fine with me. The only other one I'd be interested in is sensitive information, but you know what? I play crab. Learning about the information isn't important. I, I love how crabs are never like worried about politics and like secrets until it's like biting them in the ass. <laughs> yep. All right, I've clicked Okoto Kyosuke. Here's a short one. Go for it. Although the commander would willingly die for the lion, liberation could improve our chances in the coming war. He trained for a time at Shiro Miramoto. If he asks his dragon allies for aid, they will come and be a valuable advantage. And then the only option we're presented with is to return. Okay, so this is like more of a Mass Effect style, like we can like learn more. Yes. Okay. Um, let's see. How about sense of information? Let's click that one. Sure. Any commander is privy to tactical information, and it is our duty to keep it from the hands of our enemies. As the unicorn has elected to imprison Commander Kioske and keep him alive, we must help him in fulfilling this duty. Return. Right, so returning again. Oh, this is different. So we have returned once again, only to be told, Enough questions, Tsunari says, holding up her hand again. As the Ako- Kamiakoto said, the swiftest sword strikes the surest, and you should be on your way. Oh, we have asked too many questions. Okay. So it's not Mass Effect where you can just like sit here and ask the person their life story for a while. They're like, we, there's, there's, there's importance here. All right, yep. so let's, 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 let's get on the get on. Yep. Be on our way. Let's see. When you leave the general's tent, you find the camp is awake. Soldiers are queuing for their meager morning meal. Servants hurry past with freshly laundered clothes and mended armor, and messengers run forth from tent to tent. Even the wind has awoken since you spoke to the general, and the war curtain around the camp is snapping with great urgency. 
Soon the general's orders will trickle do, down through the ranks, and every soldier will take place, uh, take their place to march on the unicorn-held village. However, your path from the general's tent is, uh, to the cops is uh, a long one and takes you past the camp stores, the medical tent, the blacksmith, the stables, a small shrine to Bishaman, uh, oh, and a small shrine to Bishaman. There may be time to, sp uh, to make some preparations for the battle, and your mission begins. So I bet your, your mission is... So the highlighted ones we have here are uh, stores, medical tent, blacksmith, stables, shrine to Bishamon, and your mission. I bet you your mission continues. Um, the others, we might be able to stop and get some supplies before we go. Yeah. Okay, so... Learning from, I bet you could only do one, maybe two of these based on yeah. the lessons that we just learned. Uh, what's most important, do you think? Well, if our mission is really important, going and getting a horse seems reasonable. Okay, some speed. I like that. I like that. Uh, the medical tent and blacksmith don't seem as important to me. I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure we're going to be fighting our way in. We don't know, like, if like blacksmith option makes me think, like, I assume that we are a samurai equipped with st air quote standard gear, so I don't know what a blacksmith would improve on. It is yeah. the first one I'm looking at, though. It's like uh, this game logic, like, oh, we got we got to upgrade our weapons before we yeah. go on our journey, right? And as any good samurai should do, stopping by the shrine seems very reasonable. Um, maybe I'm not feeling that one because I feel like so. And here's a criticism of L5R in a world where the religion is so integrated and the gods can come down and stuff. I feel like there's like a hard divide between characters who are holy and pay heedings to the spiritual world around them, and then other characters are just like don't involve it at all, right? It's true. Um, I don't know if this story is gonna pay on this one. Uh, let's first things first. Let's go to stables because I think we both kind of agree on that one so far, yep. at least. All right, let's go to stables. Uh, is this my turn? I believe it is. Okay. Stable hand cleans and sharpens his tools to make ready for the return of the samurai's horses after the battle, as he may have to stitch wounds. Seeing your approach, he bows low. Samurai-san, how can I be of service? have no use for a horse to infiltrate the village, but the stable hand may be able to provide information. Unable to tell him of your mission, you ask him for anything helpful he might know about the unicorn, uh, about unicorn steeds. No little of use, but what knowledge I have is yours, he says. Beautiful creatures, larger than ours, and so well-trained, some say that Shinjo herself must be uh, use their Beishoto magic to do it. Oh, must not Shinjo herself. Say the Shinjo must use their Beishoto magic to do it. Not scared of anything. Those steeds accept fire. Okay, so the scared horses are scared of fire. That's good info, actually. Yep. Uh, let's see. You thank him, but he's warmed. Uh, he's warm to his subject and carries on. I don't get that sentence. Uh, uh, he's he's warmed up and talking and already speaking. So. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I see. Okay, now I see. He, yeah, he's carrying on. Okay, I thought I thought he was going to go about his duties away from us. I see now that he's continuing the conversation. Okay, yeah. let's see. The unicorn army travels with more uh, horses than they can use. So when their mountains grow tired, they let them rest and ride fresh ones. I doubt they exchange horses during the uh, during a battle, so they must leave behind uh, many in the camp. Expect there be a stable or paddock within the village somewhere secure. They love their horses, the unicorn. 
Can't fault him for that. You think the stable hand for his help and wish him well. That's the only option that we got. Okay. So our uh, assumption like, like, hey, we're on an urgent mission. Let's get a horse to get there quickly. Apparently, you cannot take a horse on a stealth mission. The writers have never played Metal Gear 5, The Phantom Pain, in which you absolutely can do it. And you can command your horse to take a poop in the middle of the road to distract the enemies. It's a valuable yep. strategy. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's true. So we've learned that there are going to be horses at the village and that scared the horses of fire. are scared of fire. Yeah. Okay. So no hurry getting there, but it might be useful getting out. Do we dare do another option? Time is of the essence here. That's true. But... So this is this is also a lesson in game design. I don't know if the writers intended this and stuff because by by virtue of the general ordering us to stop asking questions, it's trained us to be limited with our choices here. You know. Yeah. If we can't just ride in, I I'm interested what the blacksmith has, just because why would we need to go? Yeah, let's go. I, I'm kind of side that medical tent because of like we find someone who's like dead or poisoned like having an extra health potion air quotes yeah. would be nice. Uh let's see what the blacksmith's got. Okay. All right, let's see. The Smith is known for her fine swords, but today she has instead turned her hand to vicious arrowheads with split tips meant for tearing flesh. She glances up at uh as you approach and pauses in her work to bow and welcome you. Fire spits and crackles in the wind. Quartermaster bade me work on arrowheads in preparation for this battle, she says. You are not dressed for war. Oh, may I be of service. Both swords of your dice show are securely nestled into your sash, but arrows might be useful. Of course, the smith says, then moves a cloth from a workbench, revealing some arrows fletched and ready to use. I have to deliver these flesh cutters to the quartermaster, she says. But please, take some of these. I've made plenty, and they are better for piercing armor. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, you accept. Oh, 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 see, there we go. You accept the armor piercing arrows and then thank her before going on your way. A quick detour to your own tent to fetch your bow and you are ready to move. Click return. All right. So I was a bit confused because it sounds like that she's making flesh cutter arrows, which I don't know if this is in fifth edition. In fourth edition, uh, you can either get a standard arrow, uh, you could get a flesh cutter arrow, which does more damage, but um, is more prone to get stopped by armor. Or you get armor piercing thing, which go obviously goes through armor, but does less damage. So, yep. let's see. Return. All right. We've got arrows. We've got information on horses. Is that enough info? Kind of want to get going, you know? Sure, we can get going. If other people want to explore more options, they can play for themselves. If y'all want to, like, screw around and get yelled at the general, well, that's just how your mission went. So let's let's move. Okay. Uh, you can go for this one. All right. As you leave the camp, a lion guard rises from the long grasses and moves to block your path. State your business, he commands. But before you can respond, he looks you up and down. Samurai-san, a thousand apologies. Ikoma-sama did warn me an unmarked samurai might come this way. Please, pass freely and may the fortunes walk with you. You thank the guard and walk on. Glad the general had such foresight. The guard took you unawares. You will have to be more alert when entering the unicorn camp. Hmm. Interesting interaction. <laughs> Indeed. I like how the guy goes, who are you? Oh, you're that guy. Uh, or girl. Or in between. You yeah, know? I wonder if we had... Uh, gone to a different place and 
you know, if we had stopped somewhere and gotten like some, if we'd gone to the store or something and got some kind of ornamentation, if we wouldn't have been stopped. Maybe. I also wonder if like he would have been like increasingly hostile at this point, the more that we <laughs> the longer we took. All right. Entering the unicorn camp. Let's see. From the cops, you see the village below you, a cluster of thatched houses surrounded by fields and paddies. A small river meanders through the paddies and skirts the houses. You won't have to cross it unless forced to make a long route back to the lion camp. Unicorn forces have erected tents in the field surrounding the village, though their samurai likely sleep within the village itself. A smaller army than a lion's, but their famed steeds may make up for that. From this vantage, you can see the unicorn archers conceal themselves on the western edge of the village, ready to fire at any unsuspecting lion who breaks through the enemy's lines and approach. You thank the fortunes that you reach the cops in time. Oh, see, there is a time thing. Okay. Yep. You thank the fortunes that you reach the cops in time to see them concealing themselves. If you have the chance to follow the archers once you're in the village, you may be able to help the lion cause. Sunario is right to send you here. The paddies on the south side of the village prevented the unicorn forces from erecting tents here. So long as you avoid any guards, you can slip down the slope and enter the village among the houses. Horns sound. The unicorn soldiers and samurai mobilize with enviable efficiency to face the coming attack. A swarm of purple and silver moves to meet the oncoming gold. Then stillness, as one army faces the other. You tense, ready to run, but wait just a little longer. The signal arrow fl flies whistling above the soldiers and spear tips flash in the sun. Now is time for you to move. Okay, the only option we have there. So like I said, yeah, we, okay, we, we did not dally around in camp and we got an advantage. We know the archery locations. Okay. Yep. So let's see. They are in the cups of trees. So I, I'm sure if we had taken longer, we would not have seen that. Oh, I wonder who should be taking notes. We remember like... Are the, is this thing going to automatically like make certain things highlightable, or should we be like recording? It's true. <laughs> let, let me open up a notepad real oh, quick. Me. Let's see. Uh, I'll read the next one. Without battle armor, you are swift and silent. See, we don't have armor. Should we have gone to the stores for armor? Maybe the because the blacksmith even commented, "Oh, you're not ready for battle." And then just but, goes like, remember earlier, I was like, I don't know if we should go to the uh, blacksmith. I assume we're kitted out. Clearly, yeah. we're not. You know, yeah, we, we have the, we have swords, but we've got some like, bows and knowledge of horses. <laughs> yeah, but I guess you know maybe we're here to be a scout, or you know, definitely not a ninja of any kind. Well, you don't have to be a ninja to do a stealth mission. So yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, without battle armor, you are swift and silent, and you. Keep to the grass, grassy walkways through the paddies, careful not to misstep and splash. Between the lion camp and the village, the battle is underway. But there may yet be guards in the village, or at the least servants willing to die rather than let you pass unnoticed. As you reach the first building, the thunder of hooves sends you diving for the shadows. You crouch with your back against the wall as a messenger, that's bolded, rides north through the village. He does not slow. He must not have noticed you. You take a moment to calm your breath and look around. The camp is quiet, but for the music of the river, the villagers have fled or are hidden. And you can appear to travel with fewer servants than the lion. An untended fire, left to burn slow until needed again, crackles nearby. You wait and listen. Chanting, that's bold, comes from the southeast. 
a shugenja perhaps, peeling to the kami for aid. From the opposite direction, you hear the snort of a horse, that's bold, and an answering wicker. What's a wicker? Anyway, the archers, that's bold, you saw from the cops are undoubtedly still up along the western edge of the village, ready to ambush the lion army should General Sunari advance to the village. Then, still crouching low, you notice that the dried sticks, grasses, and scraps of cloth have been stuffed into a space underneath the building beside you. It seems the unicorn have prepared this building to burn. It's a storehouse, bolded. The unicorn must intend to deny the lion supplies even if they achieve victory. Amidst it all, your orders remain clear. You must search for Commander Kyosuke, big bold, who is being held captive somewhere in the village. If you are not too late, you may be able to save him. Okay, so as I said, we've got some choices here. Messenger, some a messenger ran somewhere with some info. Chanting, horse, we have horse knowledge. Archers, we have archer knowledge. Uh, the storehouse, which is ready to burn, or search for Commander Kyosuke. Hmm. I think it's reasonable for us to try to do something about the archers at the very least. I feel like that's good. It's clear we don't want to take too long because if you are not too late. Yeah. I also want to say I'm really glad that they said, by the way, your orders remain clear. Because I was like, what are we doing in this village again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm that player who needs notes because I'm just like, oh, what, yeah. what are we doing here? We gotta, we have to kill all the goblins. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, thinking uh, the archers are a big thing. Okay, I can deal with it. like all of these things are good, but I feel like we only have time for one at best, right? Mm hmm. Um, and since it's so important, I like I kind of want to rescue the commander. You know? Yeah, I mean that's an important one. And I think if we're going to do one thing, I should be taking out the archers. Okay. Um, I'll agree with you. We'll, we'll do one option. If they bring us back to the screen, we won't do another one. So let's try the archers. Okay. All right. You spy the archer's stash of arrows, each with a bulb attached. Smoke arrows. These will confuse the approaching lion and could turn the tide of battle. Perhaps you could sabotage them, bold, so that they cannot be used by the hidden unicorn archers. Uh, return. So, I, I, well, we're here. We might as well sabotage, I suppose. Yep. All right, let's sabotage. Here, you read this one. Before sabotaging the arrows, you take a couple for yourself. They might be useful later. You struggle to loosen the bulbs so they will burst when the archers come to use them. The first bulb bursts as you work it loose, a cloud of smoke erupting in your face. Muffling your coughs with your hand, you abandon this strategy and submerge the lot in the nearby wet patties instead, rendering them useless. We're able to return. Oh, I, at first I thought I said we screwed up, but no, okay, so... <laughs> we tried an elaborate way to, like, unbind every single arrow, and it's like, oh, this is hard, let's just throw them all into the water. <laughs> Maybe if we had learned more about arrows or something. <laughs> oh, hey, so now, well, let's see, we've got armor-piercing arrows, and we've got smoke arrows. Okay. Okay, so hit it returning is you could go after the messenger who passed you, follow the sound of chanting, investigate the horses, save the storehouse, sabotage the hidden archers. We already did this. Okay, so it's not that unique. Okay. Move further into the village to search for the commander. Okay. We just said we're gonna do one, right? So we just we're gonna we gotta go save yep. that commander. All right. That messenger is really important, but whatever. And, th and that all of these other options are going to definitely screw us later. So <laughs> exactly. 
Now look, right. we also we we've got some kind. You know, we don't want this episode to be like two hours long. I mean, you're not the one who has to edit this. Well, I guess the <laughs> listeners don't want to hear us exactly. And go like, uh, uh. <laughs> this is you what know. Corey has to deal with every week, folks. <laughs> All right, let's see. You search carefully through the village and eventually come across a guarded building, a large house near the center of the village. With two Shinjo Bushi standing guard outside, it seems likely this is where they are keeping Commander Kyosuke prisoner. And Commander Kyosuke is the only option, so I guess that's what we're going to choose. The person who likes stealth games in me is really excited right now. This is a, yep. this is a straight up Metal Gear. <laughs> yep. Keep an eye out for any exclamation marks. We might have to hit control R and start over again. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the problem with stealth games. It's like, oh, we're caught. All right, just let the guards kill you, then restart, and then yep. <laughs> I got to perfect this. You might be able to fight bolded your way past the two bushi, attempt to distract bolded them, or bluff bolded your way to pass them to sneak inside the building. Perhaps the smoke arrows bolded will uh, you pilfered from the guards could provide cover while you outmaneuver them as well. Well, we've got a unique advantage. Might as well use it. I yep. says I. Right. Yep. Smoke arrows. All right. Hiding behind a building nearby, you take aim and loose a smoke arrow, which lands between the guards. Smoke billows out around them, and while they're blinded, you take a deep breath and creep forward. You tell where the guards are from their coughing, and you know they will not allow you to rescue Commander Kyusuke when it comes to that. Careful not to inhale the smoke, uh, the cloud of, of smoke. You strike left and right in two decisive strikes, which ends the guard's lives and allow you to enter the building. All right, so already we have, we're undiscovered. We've got two stealth kills. Yep, extra points already earned. <laughs> you enter the house cautiously, but there are no guards inside. At first, it seems that there will be no one at all only a hearth grown cold and a pile of blankets in a corner. Then the blankets move, groaning with the effort, and you realize you have found Akoto Keosuke. You explain who sent you and why you're here. It's not too late, he says, his voice a half-strangled rasp. I told them nothing, but they found my documents, my orders, my reports. They have taken them away to examine them, and then they will send them to their Khan, you must find the messenger, retrieve the scrolls, and stop this. You were right, Trevor. The messenger was important. Yep. He struggles to rise, but falls back against the wall. His face turns towards you, but his eyes are already focused on some other realm. Please, he begs. My fate is set. Find the messenger and get the scrolls. The unicorn must not study them. It might still be possible to save him if you can get him treatment in time. If you leave him here to seek the scrolls, you doubt he will still be alive upon your return. Oh, I knew. That's what I was thinking. Like, oh, maybe we should go to the medical facility to maybe get some like health potions because someone's going to be yep. injured. Here's injured person. So I don't think we can save the general with our smoke arrows and knowledge of horses. <laughs> yep. But now the question is, are we a Ronin who does what they are told? Or... Are we an independent character who has thought and wants to stop the messenger? Because we were very clearly commanded by the General of the Lion to save him. Yeah, but I'm wondering, like, there's... I'm forgetting the ranks. So the General told us to save him, but is, isn't is Kyosuke also a General? No, he's just a commander, isn't he? I believe he's just a commander. 
Okay. I believe a Kodo Sunari is basically the highest ranking lion who at this point, seeing as they don't have a uh clan champion. Uh I would my inclination is A, we don't necessarily have anything to help him with. And then B, he's given us like a direct imperative. So if we're questioned by this, I believe we can go say this is what he tasked us to do, and he didn't look like we could save him anyway, so. All right. I will I will leave it up to you, because I am willing, I am willing to be the loyal Ronin who does what we've been told by our superiors. I am also willing to say, hey, yeah, screw it. Let's okay. go kill Messenger. Right. It just occurred to me, we're, uh, if we ever get, get, to get to a point where we are indecisive, we're going to have to do a, a, a die roll. Or a coin yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm saying let's seek the scrolls. I think that's more important right now. because Also, if we sp- spend the time to heal this guy, we're not going to catch that messenger. Yep. We've already bypassed two opportunities to catch that guy. All right. Yep. We didn't scrolls. gain the knowledge of these horses for nothing. Okay, let's see. General Sudari wanted information kept out of unicorn hands. She did not know you would have to make a choice between saving the commander or preventing the unicorn from gaining the information. You obey the commander's wishes and leave him, slipping out of consciousness already, to go seek the messenger. Okay, so the game has elaborated that we've made a... Informed decision. Yeah, and I bet you, I feel like this would have, like... We could have went either way with this one and not really got in trouble, but, like, you know, it's yeah. great a cause. Yeah, and which this is probably one of those moments where, like, it'll determine which one's the real outcome. By the way, caveat, so you're a crab player, and I'm a crane player. Um, why do we care who wins this lion-unicorn <laughs> battle? Like, I kinda, I'm kind of tempted to just botch this mission so the lion lose horribly, <laughs> so the crane have a better position in their war versus the lion, you know? <laughs> And the lion are kind of dicks to the crab historically, uh, but for the moment we're trying to do it this way because we have become main character Chan uh, mm-hmm. in this story, uh, and as main character, it is clearly our job to do our best at what we've been told. That is true. If we were so anti-lion, I don't know why we would join the lion army. <laughs> yeah. We just go around like, yeah, we're just going to take our time out here in the tent, so let's go visit the shrine again. I liked it over there. <laughs> oh, what? The lion already... Uh, what was my job again? <laughs> that, that would be a good strategy, just like <laughs> yourself hired as a worthless person who just botches missions yep. all day. All right, let's yep. see. Um, you backtrack through the village and head north to find a horse tied up upside down. Uh, up, upside down, no. We find a horse tied up outside one of the houses, saddled and ready. Could be the horse of uh, the messenger you saw earlier. The messenger's here? No, we found it. Oh, we found we tracked it to this house. Okay, so we think the messenger's here. I see. All right, anyway. House is like all those around it. A small, uh, small and thatched. While the doorway of the others are dark, lamplight sh- uh, shines in this one. You don't have to get very close to see the tableau inside. A robed courtier scribing a letter by lamplight while the messenger awaits beside. 
As you watch, the courtier finishes her letter and carefully stows it within a wooden scroll case that already contains several scrolls bearing the iconography of the Lion Clan. She hands it, along with a handful of other scroll cases, to the messenger for delivery. You have seen scrolls that stationary before on official Lion Clan documents. If these ones contained commander's orders and logistical notes, that it would be imperative to General Sonari that they stay out of unicorn hands. The messenger emerges from the house and prepares to ride. If you act now, you may be able to retrieve them, but the messenger is armed and might be prudent to wait and watch for a safer opportunity. I feel we've let this messenger slip through our grass too much. Um, I say we just drop kick him from the bushes. I see... We don't have armor, but what we do have is a bow and arrow. So I'm not sure if acting now will allow us to shoot him with the bow or if we have to wait and watch for a safer opportunity to shoot him with the bow. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering, like, what is the nature of a, air quotes, safe opportunity? Because, like, this house is, it's just the messenger and someone inside, a courtier, appears to be a courtier, so presumably a non-combatant. And this is the yep. two of them? What the, This is like a great time to attack, from what I can tell. Yep. That. Yeah, because if he's riding straight into the battle, things are only going to get harder. I mean, we might lose him, and if like we attack him and we like alert the guards, maybe we have use our knowledge of horses to escape I don't exactly know. <laughs> we could grab the horses set the set the thing on fire and scatter all their horses all right so i would say we're gonna, we're gonna act now we, we agree sure let's act now all right we're being brash and impudent okay so you can read this one in a single swift motion you draw your katana and strike at the messenger but he proves to be quicker your blow misses as he rears his horse back and draws his scimitar facing off against you on the village's packed earth Without the element of surprise, you fear it will be impossible to prevent his escape should he choose to flee. Perhaps you can still dislodge the scroll case from within his saddle, but persuasion may be your only option left. How would we persuade him when we just attacked him from the shadows with swords? Uh, well, we could try to persuade him with topics we can't discuss here. I feel like dislodge might be our best option. We've got some armor piercing arrows. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. I don't know. Maybe. I think it's I think it's the best option we got. We've been bold and brash so far. Why would we start talking now? Now here's the thing. In, in in like game terms, I would like say absolutely like wait for a good opportunity, but this game is stressed so much of like, no, time is really important. We've let this messenger go by three times. I felt like letting him go a fourth time would have been like too slow so yep all right let's try to dislodge it you can see the scroll case tied to a saddle and it's and it is not well secured a single strike will dislodge it but you will have only a single chance meeting his gaze you descend into a martial stance with a prideful grin he accepts the goad raises the skimitar and charges oh we're doing a duel now yeah um, a graceful sidestep moves you out of the horse's path and a clean strike against the saddle causes his precious cargo to tumble to the ground. All right, we win. Let's see. <laughs> Up breaking focus, you catch the scroll case as it falls and bolt to the center of the village. He is so surprised by your sudden evasion that he fails to reorient, reorient himself in time. 
thanks to focus, speed, and luck, you have managed to secure Commander Kiyosuke's documents. You acquire them nearly cost you your life. What could be so important? You could read them or bring them directly to General Tsunari. All right. This is where we get into it. Now we're bringing, we, we talked about personal motivations before. Um, the crane in me wants to read these documents and maybe use them to hoist the, the, the lion and stuff. But, you know, the proper soldier in me wants to go straight to Sonari. Also, this guy's an well, we are a Ronin. <laughs> it's true. Uh, we are a Ronin, so we're not necessarily loyal to the lion, and knowing this information could be useful in the future. Yeah, you know, actually, you make a good point. Also, maybe the orders have something that are pertinent to what's going on right now. Yep. Hello, we are. Yeah, screw it. Okay. Freedom. Talked me into <laughs> illicit actions. <laughs> you take out the scrolls and unroll them. There are lists of supplies, maps, correspondence between Akoto uh, Kiyosuke and Ekoma Ujiaki. Nothing unexpected. All contain information that may be useful to the enemy, however, in their effort to overwhelm the Lion's armies. One of the letters from Ujiaki draws your attention as it mentions General Sunari. As you are aware, this has been a difficult time for the clan, and the harvests are not at all what we hope. Four Rivers Village is luckier than most, and I rely on you to press upon the villagers the importance of fulfilling their duties to the clan. Would they rather fall under the rule of the sorceress Unicorn? As promised, I have directed General Sunari to aid you in your defense, and she is quite capable of feeding her own soldiers one way or another. Her arrival is not an excuse for the peasants to withhold the rice tax that is needed to support our champion seizure of Cayude and Kakita. As a seasoned veteran, you know how difficult and important it is to feed the vast, glorious armies of the Lion, even in peacetime. It is on those armies that our civilization depends. Sometimes it takes a war to remind sentimental individuals and ignorant peasants of such fundamental truths. As you read, an unnatural chill runs down your back. Ujiaki's words are too bold. This is dangerous knowledge to own. You replace the scrolls and tie the scroll case securely in your belt, ready to give to General Sunari. You leave the village at once and head straight back to the lion camp to ensure the scroll gets to the general. Our only option here is leave the village. Okay. Once again, we're, we, like, the nature of our, our our non-existent character is a question because again I'm a crane. He's talking about um stealing food from starving peasants to fu essentially fund the war effort on the crane right now. So this is affecting me, Trevor Cuba, directly. How are you fairly, you know, a crab slash shadowlands player feeling about this? Look, if we steal from the peasants and crush them down, they're more likely to look for ways to rise up and gain power that no normal person could wield. Mm. Right like blood up. magic. Oh, <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I don't know if that was a joke or not, but that's true. Like, you know, when the push comes to shove, you just increase the, the hold that Maho is going to have among these people. Like, well, the samurai didn't help us. Maybe the devil will. Exactly. All right, we shall leave the village. Click. Oh, there's a picture here. Um, once in the line clap camp, go straight to the general's tent. She has not yet 
returned from the field. As servant bid, uh, or as she has not yet returned from the field, a servant bids you wait outside. Kneeling in the grass, you listen to the sounds of battle on the wind. The fighting must be also at an end. For while you hear the cries of death and flapping banners, you hear little sounds of actual fighting. You have no way of knowing which side has claimed victory. Not yet. When the general appears, her armor is splattered with mud and blood. Her face, uh, and her face flushed with fury. The defeat is apparent in her hurried stride and the stiff set uh, of her shoulders. One of her arms hangs awkwardly with uh, some injury not yet treated. What news? Tsunari demands, seeing you. Where is Commander Kyosuke? You present the skull case to her and beg for gifts for bringing with the parchment instead of the commander. It is unfortunate you cannot save Lord Kyosuke, she says, unrolling the scrolls and examining them. However, I am relieved that you retrieved these documents, and your mission was not a complete failure. I did not realize he was privy to such sensitive information. The general does not ask, but the scroll case is not sealed. It is your duty to confess to having read the contents. Oh, what? No, it's not. <laughs> the shit. Yeah. It just we just picked, intercepted it from like two different unicorns. One of them opened it. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> that is regrettable. She says. I will have to consult my superiors. In the meantime, you must stay nearby and speak to no one of what you have read. You have gone from Ronin to hostage and now live at the mercy of the lion. Oh man, why did why did we do that? <laughs> why do why why did, I would not have told her. And we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we have a picture. Is that Sunari? That is Sunari. Okay. Uh, only thing bold is a thing below the picture says the next steps. Oh, let's see. Uh, we, looks like we, we're, this is the end. Results of your story can be submitted to Legend of the F Five Ring Story Group until the end of November 16th, 2020. Based on the results submitted, one of many outcomes of the story will be integrated onto the ongoing L5R LCG storyline. Your results. You did not com rescue Commander Kyosuke. You intercepted the scroll from the messenger. You read the scroll's contents. The Lion Clan did not recapture Four Roadsville. I don't care about that. Click yeah. here to fill out your story's results. I'm going to click that in a second, but let's see. Those curious to explore past not taken, the story is fully replayable. Restart your adventure. And if you enjoyed an impossible task, you can create your own adventures in Rokugan, with the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game, along with your friends, you can shape the fate of the Emerald Empire. And a big picture of uh, an advertisement for the role-playing game, now under Edge Studios. All right. Yep. Let's see, I'm going to click the result. You want to submit yours also? Like, it only take the Technically, this is one playthrough. I don't know if you want to do it again. Yeah, I said we just submitted as one. Oh, okay. Well, I click it. It's going to a Google Forms. Trust me, as someone who uses, like, from... Mm -hmm. uh, I have uh, a few business engagements. Like, Google Forms has gone from, like, a janky, low-rent way of doing things to a pretty easy and, like, widely used way of, like, determining information. Yeah. All right. But now it's just... But it's, it didn't... I expected was to submit our choices. It's asking me what happened. All right. So, question yeah. one. Did you bring back Kim, uh, Commander Kyosuke alive? No. Next. Let's see. Did you intercept the scroll from the messenger? Yes. Next. Did you read the scroll's contents? Yes. Next. Did the Light Clan capture Four Roads Village? 
No. Probably we got the Shigenja that we didn't stop. We have the supplies that we didn't rescue for the lion. But you know, what? I really don't care about the lion's success and forward. We did our we did our mission. Exactly. <laughs> we just, Screw the lion. We just told her for some reason that we read the thing, which was dumb. Yep. All right, let's see. Next. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Is there anything else you would like to tell us about your adventure? Put right here. I would not have told Dunari that I read the role. Yep. <laughs> Submit. That's my note. Your response has been recorded. Okay. So I just noticed I could click this thing again. I could submit another result. So if someone really wanted to, they could just like ignore the story and start spamming answers, which yeah. So for people who might not know, I also help run a large anime convention here in the Detroit area called Yomacon. And due to the pandemic, we had to move a lot of things online. One of those things was the cosplay photography contest, which we ran off of Facebook. And I had to set up a very similar Google page to so people could vote on their answers. What I failed to realize when I set it up is if unless you choose the option of only one entry is allowed per email account, then you can just keep spamming an answer. And so I have, I saw some, like some of the pictures just had like thousands of votes every second, just because it was clearly the same account spamming the answer a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, what'd you think, Max? What'd you think our adventure? I liked it. I thought it's very interesting. Very cool. Uh, you know, it, it seemed a little short, but I guess that's to be expected for their first time doing this. Thanks a lot, Craig. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, over at Court Games, we have recently started using this Discord um application called craig is a robot that record, records all of our stuff server side um and it died on us right when we were doing our outro for the show and doing our wrap-up so i'm just going to do a quick little wrap-up right here you can't hear little snide jokes that we did because i'm doing this after uh we were already editing so let me just pull this thing up so the only thing I really want to get in here, other than we enjoyed the doing the adventure very much, is to do our final shout-out. So, of course, we have our sister podcast, the Court Games RPG Podcast, hosted by uh, Kikita Kiori and Ste um, not Steelfer, it's uh, Kovar. I'm doing a pickup, I can't even edit this right. Uh, we have the actual paper podcast crimson gold agonies and fortune and strife and we have our youtube series tokyo of the five rings talking about japanese uh religion culture and history uh you can find this and more at our website www.courtgamespod.com q max's super manly deep voice his uh show host voice where he reads the court games pod website several times um if you like this podcast any of your other podcasts uh or the l5r discord community in general please consider checking out our patreon plug and you know insert vague threat right here um and just give a final shout out to the community for being very positive we've had a, a it's a rough year and i'm glad you're all still listening to us sayonara folks